Hello and welcome to How Do You Drew? This is a Drew Barrymore podcast brought to you by thedrewzium.com. And sponsored by our friends at Positive Medium. I'm Anne. And I'm Ashley. And welcome back. Thank you. I meant that to you and our listeners, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I just assumed it was for me. It was for you, you but also we took a week off and now we're back. So thanks for hanging, people. Yeah. Um, We're going to do something different for this episode that we haven't done yet. Um, But before we talk about that, let's just get into the top of the episode. Okay. What do we have for Oopsie Daisies and follow-ups? Um, okay, this isn't really either of those things, I guess, but I just <laughs> felt like I should mention it. I saw this amazing musical parody of Scream um, that's here in Vegas right now at the Majestic Repertory Theater, and it was so good. So it, it's like a jukebox musical, which means they do like existing songs. So it was uh-huh. all 90s songs, but they all like, you know, words chosen for specific characters that make uh-huh. sense or they go with the story so funny like they nailed every aspect of like the characters and their looks and it was just really 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 fun I had the best time and you're you know a tough cookie as far as to like please Jason was like oh are you gonna like be okay if they get some details wrong I was like well because it's a parody there's like more wiggle room so I feel okay but it was very like good attention to detail you could tell that like it was put together by people who really love um, the movie. So it was really Yay! fun. It's playing through um, November. So anybody who comes in Vegas and hears this and wants to go, you should go. It was so, so, so good. That's so awesome. I'm so glad you liked it. And yeah. uh, <laughs> yay for some scream love out there. <laughs> oh yeah. There'll be more to come. I've got other scream things on the agenda coming up in the next Ooh. couple of weeks. It's spooky season after all. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. All right. What else do we got? Okay, so this is a follow-up from another episode we were talking about in This Week in Drew History when she had her first appearance on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson in 1982. Mm-hmm. And there was a moment where she did sort of like an impression of her grandfather. And we were thinking like it must be like a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde face uh-huh. where she got this like kind of monstery face. Mm-hmm. And we talked about there was a moment in MTV Diary where she did that. Well, they have sort of like an outtakes from that on MTV's YouTube. It's called You Had to Be There. And they don't even reference that it's from Diary, but that's what all the footage is from. (laughs) I know. It's just like Drew Barrymore took MTV around her Flower Films office in 2001. But anyway, um, that part is in there and I've forgotten. So we'll put up a little picture and some clips, but she does make the exact same face and hand The hand is exactly the same in both of these. (laughs) Like when she's a little kid and in 2001 mimicking her grandfather. That was just the kind of thing that makes me happy. It tickles me. (laughs) It's really cute. And also I just, I just realized it's cute to imagine that she's like told some bird or like done that face. Yeah. You know, many times times. in her life and you know, same little face just many (laughs) years later. Uh, That's so so cool. I love the side by side. I know it's going to be fun to post. We would definitely. Yeah. Um, I did find a really nice kind comment. I thought we could share for your kind comments corner Ooh. since you've been out of town and haven't had the time. I found something for you. Cool. All right. So this is from an Instagram user at TJL1108. Um, I noticed they did start following both of our accounts, so they might actually hear this. Oh, cool. And this was after they attended a taping of the Drew Barrymore show last week. Okay, so they said, it was so good. She brings so much light and positivity into the world. Crazy how one stranger can make me feel hope for tomorrow. Thank you, Drew Barrymore. You're a wonderful human. Nice. That's so nice. I know. I saw it. I was like, oh, I got to read this one. I love that crazy how one stranger can make me feel hope for tomorrow. How beautiful. I love it. Yeah. It's good to like, we need a little Drew positivity out there. Yeah, we do. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm glad that we came across that. And if you're listening, hello. Hello there, (laughs) TJL1108. Okay. So moving on to more fun. What was happening this week in Drew history? Okay, so I pulled October 17th, 1984. This is when Drew got to go to the White House with then-President Ronald Reagan as part of the Young Astronaut Program. What? (laughs) Yeah, and I can't really understand what she was doing. Like, it was a program that was trying to get kids interested in being astronauts. 
Okay. <laughs> so, and I think she was just like select to just sort of give it publicity maybe little astronaut drew barrymore yeah right <laughs> um there is a clip on youtube which is fun to see but you can't really see what's happening she just like has a certificate and meets the president basically <laughs> um i thought this was fun though so i guess this is like goals there's a website it's a probably like an official ronald reagan site and every <laughs> day they have what he was doing that day Whoa. I know. So, and then they have like excerpts from his diary. <laughs> so on this one, it said little Drew Barrymore, the child in ET was one of the children. She's a nice little person. <laughs> I just thought that was so funny. <laughs> little person. And I love her outfit here. This is like quintessential 80s little girl. Did you have an outfit just like this? I, I'm wearing a dress like this in my like kindergarten portrait I think totally it's like every head to toe the barrettes the the like pilgrim <laughs> collar that's what <laughs> I tights. think it looks like my thing I think I had like a red polka dot yeah it totally like, oh my if gosh it's, if it's not just like my kindergarten picture I'd be surprised do you have access to that because I would love to do like I think I do in these similar outfits because I have definitely <laughs> no. could pull some of me that would be so funny <laughs> okay, let's do it um the last thing I want to say about this is that Drew discussed it on the tonight show when there was a guest host David Brenner and I thought it'd be fun if we heard the little clip where she talks about meeting the president I understand you met the main man you met the president of the United States huh? what was that like He's so sweet. <laughs> he's so nice. He he's he's very smart and he makes good speeches <laughs> and he gave me a kiss on the cheek and I told him that meeting him was the best moment of my life. Really? Wow. What did he say? <laughs> um, he said, "Well, thank you very much." That's very cute. <laughs> All right, let's jump forward in time. So for What's New with Drew this week, we can talk a little bit about they finally released a bunch of new beautiful home items, some of which we were already anticipating because yeah, like the of couch. the Drew magazine. Yeah. <laughs> Are you planning on ordering it? Have you ordered I'm it? I'm thinking about it. I need okay. to do like some measurements because I'm horrible at just yeah. like knowing what things, <laughs> the size of things. Yeah. Uh, but I think it is bigger than our current one, which is what we've been looking for. And like the setup of it is what we've been looking for. So yay. I, I might stay tuned cool um yeah and I, I think they like released a couple more of the shelves which i really yeah, love the bookshelves are awesome yeah they're so cool so that's really exciting and of course there are new pictures of drew along with each of the products which are super cute of course yeah love that we'll share the link as usual yes and then the return of the drew barrymore show yeah i don't Oof. what's the official date i mean because i know it like got pushed again yeah and, like... so they started filming last monday which was october 10th by the uh -huh. time you guys are hearing this it season four will have premiered Woo! it premieres monday the 16th the premiere is going to be an interview with shania twain on site at her house and i'm like cool okay great then i see at her house in las vegas <laughs> Oh my I god! Like, I was like, "What?" I didn't know she lived here, so of course I'm like, da, 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 "Research, research." And I see like mountain range behind them. I'm like, "Oh, that's definitely Vegas." So I have one of my bosses is like a weird savant with Nevada mountain ranges. <laughs> Very specific <laughs> I skill. Love that. So I always play this game with him. So I was like, "Here's the little mountain range. Where is this?" So he says, "This is out on my side of town." So it's like definitely not far from me that Drew was at her house I'm oh so my bummed. god of I know I had no idea <laughs> like if I'd known I could have reached out and then like interview like come on all right well maybe maybe in the future <laughs> oh darn <laughs> I did want to mention this so currently there's no content on Paramount Plus for the show there's a page so annoying all the episodes are gone, which like they didn't have all of them, but there was a lot and they're all gone. But it does say that new ones will be back on the 16th. So I'm hoping that maybe that means they're finally going to stream immediately because previously you had to wait oh. a week for them to show up on Paramount Plus. Yeah, hopefully they will. Hopefully they're kind of changing the whole system, but it is kind of sad that they took the old ones down. Like I know ah, maybe they'll put them back up. And then, okay, we have to mention that the three writers who were members of the WGA who were striking, they are not returning. I don't personally find that surprising. Do you? 
Not really, because I feel like they probably had to, I don't know if this is correct, but maybe they sort of felt like they had to make a point by leaving the show. Yeah, they would be a little weird to go back after all that, I would think. Yeah. But of course, the media is blowing it out of proportion. I've literally seen headlines like, Drew Barrymore show ruined. They refuse to return. It's like, all right. I don't think it was that dramatic. Yeah, (laughs) I think maybe they just... It's sad that it happened that way, but... I don't know. It wasn't surprising to me. Yeah, I mean, and if there's something to be said about, like, standing with their union, you know, then that would be a way for them to be in solidarity even post, you know, um, the I think the union has, I think the strike is over. Yeah, the strike is over, yeah. That's right, it ended, like, only a few days after all that stuff happened. It was like, come (laughs) on. Oh, God, I know. Um, But yeah, not surprised. It's a bummer for those writers. I'm sure that Drew's company was good to work for i don't know yeah i wish them the best but totally get it yeah and then the last thing i want to say so i sent you a picture yeah. i was like am i imagining things the show has a new kind of look with the logo and the branding and it's very reminiscent of ours yes it is like the <laughs> like the colors so of course they always had the yellow the yellow they had, but, but the, now, now they've added pink. the shade of pink that is very, very similar to the shade of pink we use. And flowers. Just and like flowers. <laughs> so good job, Roxy Prima, your cousin. I know. I was just going to say. Having this premonition. <laughs> yep. So my cousin is an amazing artist designer. Her name is Roxy Prima. You can look her up on Instagram. She has an Etsy store for um, nursery decor plus other things. Anyway, she did our logo. And yeah, I sent it to her. She's like, wow, this is really so far. I was like, yeah. <laughs> so compliments to you, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Some people were like, that can't be a coincidence. I'm like, I don't, maybe it is. I, I mean, <laughs> it has to be. I mean, are, I don't know. Are they are they watching us and what we're doing and <laughs> using us as a guide for how to attract <laughs> Drew fans? <laughs> maybe, maybe. I mean, I, I like to think someone's paying attention and they're getting ready to invite us onto the show. And this is their way of telling us that. Let's just let's just say that. We're, we're listening. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. All <laughs> we right. hear you quiet and clear. <laughs> Should we get into what we're going to do this week for the topic? Yes. So because I've been on vacation and I'm still foggy and literally we're trying to figure out what to do, I we've been talking a lot about the fact that our <laughs> pets episode is not getting the love that we think it should. Yes, we love this episode. Yes. And we wanted to just give it, you know, a little bit more airspace. Yeah, a little second chance at, at yeah. success. <laughs> We want to just like give a couple little updates here and there. So it's not the same exact episode. So if you have listened to Flossie and Other Pets, episode seven, we are just giving it some more love by putting it back on the page. Yeah. Freshening it up a bit. Yep. So a lot of this will be familiar with some little extras. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do want to say I was sick when we originally did this. So my yep. voice sounds horrible. <laughs> yes. And our audio quality has gotten better. So you'll to hear a difference in audio quality. Yeah. I noticed that too. I was happy to hear that. <laughs> yes. And I was worried to re-listen. I was like, oh, this yeah. is going to be terrible. It wasn't that bad. We We actually still sound like like we're pretty good at what we're doing. I feel like I was like, okay, we don't sound like completely unsure of what, how to do this. Like just slightly less I'm, sure. And also yeah. like, I'm, I'm going to be doing a little bit more editing on it. Maybe not much, but we'll see. But I can hear like all the things I've refined since. So yeah, if, if nothing else, if you're interested in hearing, you know, the historical version of our <laughs> of our podcast and you haven't gone all the way back to the beginning this is your chance yeah that's and fun. also now I've got a weird voice so it's just <laughs> like I think we made a joke at some point like one of us has to be sick yeah I, there was definitely the first few months <laughs> yes okay so I guess we're gonna jump in the inserts new little facts that we're adding in will be bookended with like a little um, dog bark or a cat meow so just so you know, when you hear that, that's a new factoid. That's present day us <laughs> yes. coming in to talk over past <laughs> <Yes>. us. <laughs> yes, exactly. 
And here we go with our redux of episode seven, Flossie and Other Pets. Enjoy. So we are going to talk about Drew's pets this week. This was a great suggestion that was given to us by our friend Anita. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you, oh Anita. my gosh, why didn't we think of this on our own? And then I didn't even make the connection that Drew's magazine is currently the pet issue. The pet issue. I know. I and just realized been, that. And, it's been um, a few months, but yes. she like recently brought it up again after we'd already picked this topic again. I'm like, why are these weird coincidences keep happening? But yeah, it just is like, oh, that's perfect timing. And we're going to focus mostly on... Do you think this is safe to say Drew's kind of number one favorite forever pet, <laughs> Flossie? It's, it seems like Flossie had a very, very special place in Drew's heart. Yeah, I think she kind of always will be. Oh, we'll get into it. <laughs> and we pulled a lot of our notes from the wildflower chapter that's titled Flossie. And then I realized after I took all these notes that it was just reprinted in that pet issue of Drew Magazine. Oh, how funny. I know. So I'm like, oh, this. I guess people have probably read this recently. But I love that though. Yeah. But that's not like, it's. this is not just us retelling that. That's where we got a lot of the notes. But mm-hmm. a lot of the notes, as you guys know, they're just in our brains from our years of experience. <laughs> all right. So let's kind of get started. We know that when she was a child, Drew had had some cats. I believe, tell me if you remember if this is right. It was right after E.T. was over that Steven Spielberg gave her a cat. I don't recall. Was it in Little Girl Lost? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, I could have checked that, but I didn't. Um, And Drew named her Gertie after her character in E.T., which (laughs) is so cute. Um, cute. There's also mentions here and there that she had cats named Kiwi Bear (laughs) <laughs> and Boo Boo Bear Kitty when she was like 12 or so. <laughs> so and I wouldn't be surprised if there were some other pets in there that we didn't even know about. I bet you. Yeah, I bet. I bet that there were. But I also wanted to say this is like, it seems silly to mention it, but I think a lot of people know that one of her first gigs was a puppy child commercial. And it's yes. kind of cute to like think about that as like, you know, she was so good with the dog. The dog was so good with her famously. The dog supposedly bit her on the nose and then she just broke out into a laugh and they said, you're hired. Oh my gosh, that's a great point. But it's really cute to just imagine like her professional career began with a dog. It's really sweet to kind of look back at her childhood life and then see ways that she kind of had pets as like a therapeutic thing. Mm, Yeah, why don't Um, you go ahead and share it? Yeah, so... This is like, I don't know, it feels like a sad story, even though, you know, maybe her mom was right. Um, (laughs) So around the time she was eight, they went to a pet store, she and her mother, and Drew wanted a black chow. And Drew has said that she thought it would make life feel more normal because she pretty had a pretty abnormal childhood considering her career as an actress and and other things (laughs) that was already happening by the time she was eight years old. And then Jade decided it would be too much responsibility for Drew and changed her mind at the last minute. Drew has said that she felt like she was looking for an opportunity to right that wrong Mm. for a while, but then also said she would never go to a pet store for a pet and has only had rescues. Yeah, it's Um, definitely made a big point of that too. I feel like she's mentioned that so many times. Was this story accounted in that chapter? It was, right? Yeah, that's how the chapter starts. Yep, yep. So... Like, yes, she had cats, but it was probably like cats were less responsibility. Obviously, a dog takes yeah. a lot. That's why we yeah, both so then, have cats. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, and then we'll, we can kind of get into when she was ready to take on the responsibility. Okay. So. Well, when was it? Because we've got <laughs> some conflicting information here. I didn't remember this, but Drew said... The first pets she ever got for herself were two rescue cats from a shelter when she was a teenager and living on her own. Okay. And she said, I wanted to create more of a homey environment and I could not have loved them more. I thought that was really cool. Like a cool fact that we didn't include or even remember just thinking about 14 year old Drew living in an apartment (laughs) with her little rescue cats. And I'm wondering, and this is kind of getting into our next part. I'm wondering if one of those would have been Vinny. What do you think timing wise? That probably tracks because what year was she emancipated? Was it 89 or 90? She was about to turn 15. Like it was like February, the year she would turn to 15. So 90. Yeah. 
Vinny, she at least had in like 94 or 95. So could be. I know what it's like to try to make a home by adopting cats. I did the same oh, thing. Yeah. You just did that same thing. <laughs> when I moved here. Yeah. So just, I, I don't know where to plug this in, but in the episode, I talk about my cat, Abby, who I lost only a couple of months after we recorded that episode. And I now oh. have two cats who I adopted in Maine, Moon and Nova. So Ashley, you didn't really talk about your cats much, but you've got a few as well. So we are our cat people. Yes, we are. <laughs> uh, let's keep the kitty conversation going. So as I mentioned, there is a cat named Vinny, who we completely forgot to mention the first time that we recorded this episode. Yep. What we don't know a ton about Vinny, he was a really cute little white cat, but his photo did appear in interview 1995 with the caption, that's my baby. He's like a rabbit, dog, cat, and lamb all mixed up in one. (laughs) (laughs) And he also has a picture in Finding Everything. And both of those things we didn't think of until after we recorded the Pets episode. (laughs) So we got to give love for Vinny in here right now. Yep. And I love the fact that like... Not only did we forget it, but then we did an interview nine to five episode and then we did a find it in everything episode <laughs> Yeah, and this cat popped up twice. <laughs> <laughs> so now Vinny, you're finally where you belong with the rest of Drew's pets. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> so Drew frequently refers to being around 19 when she got these puppies, but I, and I hate to constantly correct her on her timelines, <laughs> but we feel very confident that she actually got them in 1996 mm-hmm. and that would have made her 21. And the reason that we know that is because not only do we have pictures of them as puppies where she has the black hair that she really <laughs> only had that year, but there are even pictures of them on the set of Best Men, which was definitively filmed in 1996 yeah so um, one, one thing that's really cool and I'm now I'm blinking on what the calendar was but one of the pictures that we have that is so rad oh like I'm, I'm even like not probably remembering like how crazy it was the first time I saw it it's okay. a really really adorable pic which you'll have to go to the episode gallery to see of Drew with Flossie and Templeton the calendar is uh Linda Blair was mm-hmm presented it and it's called animals and their celebrities Mm -hmm. and it was to benefit the last chance for animals okay drew is featured on this is a 1997 calendar and they have Mm -hmm. the picture that we're talking about of drew and the puppies and it's just one of the cutest things ever still i love it so much like drew is cute i have a weakness for her with dark hair but the dogs oh my god the paw (laughs) on her lap Okay, so we got the time frame. <laughs> uh, Drew was at the Pasadena City College flea market. And alma mater. She, I know. <laughs> One of like, them. Oh, that's cool. And she saw a litter of lab chow mutts that somebody like needed to get rid of the dogs. So they thought to bring it there, which is mm-hmm. pretty smart. Mm-hmm. So she saw Flossie and just knew that was like her dog. And then I spotted this one. I don't know what it was, but my heart just sang. That's the one. The hero dog. That's the little partner in crime I have been looking for. My long lost sidekick. But before she could get her, another lady had picked her up. And so Drew was like, no, that's my dog, you know, panicked. And the lady picked up Flossie, looked at her, looked at Drew and handed her to Drew and said, she belongs to you. (laughs) I know. And then kind of similarly to what she said about her daughters, she felt that she needed two dogs to raise them as siblings. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know. So she grabbed the last one and that was a boy and that was who she named Templeton. So she Mm -hmm. then had Flossie and Templeton and she told them, here's the car. Get used to it because we're going to be going (laughs) everywhere together and we're not going to be neurotic. We're going to have so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cute. I know. And I think it worked. I think so too. So we'll kind of, we'll be talking a lot about Flossie as we've kind of teased. Flossie was described as cool, calm, and casual. Drew compared her to Greta Garbo, which is so cute. I know. (laughs) And then uh, I had forgotten this, but when Mm -hmm. I was going to do my research, 
I found that the, um, what is it, the February 1998 issue of Detour, the whole article opens with literally a full page of text that is just going on and on about Fosse and how great she is. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've forgotten that too. I totally so, forgot this. So basically yep. the author of the story, and I should have gotten his name, he was basically saying that she is the coolest dog in the world. And then I love this sentence describing her friendly and animated and cute and kickback and smart and goofy and poised and slick all at the same time. Like he is going over the top. He says that if dogs were like on the covers of magazines or whatever, that Flossie would be a household name, a movie star, a celebrity. I love it. And the re- the author of the article was Zev Barrow. Thank I you. I appreciate yeah. you looking that up. And yeah, this was all done in France during the filming of Ever After. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we will see this is a trend that Drew has her pets with her on set when she yep. goes to film stuff. But yeah, when I got to that, I was like, well, we got to put this entire page in our show gallery because this yep, is hilarious. Sure. That's really sweet. And I love that that was like a feature. I know. <laughs> so if you want to see the whole thing, go to the episode page on howdydrew.com. We'll have yep. it all there. You have a note here that Templeton took a while to grow up, was hyper and lopsided. <laughs> And that he had to go to obedience school while Flossie joined Drew on the Jane 97 magazine shoot. I didn't know that. Where was that noted? It's in the article. So it says like she has Flossie there with her, but Templeton's at obedience school. That's so funny. You wouldn't think like a brother and sister would have such different personalities, but. I don't know. I I would. You know how pets are. (laughs) That's true. I do. But. Let's go just to like say that the both dogs were always good and easy and she basically took them everywhere. And most of the time they were off a leash. Like they just chilled with her. Yep. It's so cool. Howdy, Howdy Droobies. We want to tell you about our sponsor, Positive Medium. We've actually been clients of theirs for at least 10 years and they take care of all of our website needs for the Drewzeum.com. They offer custom web design and professional coding, search engine optimization, marketing, and hosting. So we've been hosted by them, but we've also been able to take advantage of a lot of their expertise in these other areas as well. Absolutely. So customer service is the biggest draw for us with this company. They have saved our site literally from obliteration (laughs) quite a few times. But then they also help us with minor issues in just like literally a matter of minutes. So if we have like a coding question or just like something on the back end we can't figure out, we reach out to them and we get an answer back and the issue is solved within moments. We're so excited that Positive Medium is allowing us to offer our listeners 25% off managed WordPress hosting plans using our promo code DREW, D-R-E-W, of course. Um, And if you want to take advantage of this, visit positivemedium.com. We really, really vouch for these people. They've been so great to us and will continue to be great to us, I I can only imagine. (laughs) I mean, they're great by offering this to our listeners. So take advantage. Again, it's promo code DREW, of course. Do you remember that in In Style from March 1999, there is a third dog who resembles them in some of the photos? Yeah, I totally had forgotten this. Vaguely. So I'm going to have to look at those pictures again because now I see here that you're talking about the dog and I have a snippet of a memory about this. So her name was Hyla. Mm-hmm. And Drew had supposedly found her on Highland Avenue. And that's oh, cute, that, which I love. But I don't know what happened to her. Like, I I would say she probably got her in late 1998. I believe she might be on the 98 Christmas card from Flower oh, okay. Films. And then that must have been it. I don't know. I don't know the story Aww. there. So I just want, felt like she was worth a mention since she appears, you know, in a major magazine article. Yep. And we just don't, we don't know the story there. Yeah. But then who came along? <laughs> Vivian. <laughs> Vivian. So in 1999, she adopted Vivian. And for a while, it was Flossie, Templeton, and Vivian. I oh, don't yeah. know exactly how long. I guess you, we have the years well, here. Well, but... 10 years. 10 years. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> she, she'd she been filming, and she had this feeling that she, she said, I need to go and save life right now, and went to a shelter. And she immediately walked up. Oh, how cute. I know. Um, she, Vivian immediately walked up to Flossie and rolled on her back with her legs in a submissive position. <laughs> so Aww, Drew was like, good? 
Good. Mean Flossy. <laughs> she started playing with Templeton and matched his energy. Oh. oh, and then she didn't name her for three months to learn her personality and called her little girl. <laughs> Which I oh. love. She talks about that in um this sort of commercial, I guess, for this service called 1-800-SAVE-A-PET. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had Vivian on that. And the way she says how she used to say the little girl thing. I was like, oh my God, that's exactly how I tell my cats. She goes, because she's just a little girl. <laughs> like I say that to Yeti. He's just a little boy yep. all the time. Yep. Oh, us pet owners, we're all wacky. Yep. <laughs> yep. And I don't care how old my oldest no. cat is, Abby. She's my baby girl. Yeah, she'll always be a yeah. baby. She's my little baby girl. Sorry, so, yeah, sorry to you... everyone who hates people doing that. Well, you're in the wrong episode then. <laughs> Here's a little clip from Wildflower of Drew talking about the dynamic trio of Flossie, Vivian, and Templeton. They balanced my life and grounded me in every way. I always took care of them, usually putting their comfort before my own. And yet, these were truly the three easiest creatures you have ever met. Everyone at work loved them, too. They were office dogs, car dogs, movie set dogs, you name it. They were such a part of my identity and lifestyle, and I never felt lonely with them. They slept on my bed. We would take long weekends. I would stare into Flossie's eyes and talk to her and then take a photograph of her blonde eyelashes with a macro lens and make a piece of art out of it. Flossie's eyes were so calm and wise. She was an old soul. And without words, she was one of the beings I felt most connected to in my life. If you look at most of the pictures that have been taken of me during that time, these three dogs are in them. To document me was to include them because they were such a part of my life. Flossie had graced numerous magazine covers, fitting for the reincarnation of Miss Garbo. So, yeah, as we said, like, this was kind of Drew's trio of docs for 10 Mm -hmm. years, and they traveled the world together. We would see footage or photos or whatever of them with Drew at her office on the sets of movies. I mean... I could probably name five movies right now that at least one of them is in an on-set photo. Photo Mm -hmm. shoots, like you see them just sitting down in the corner (laughs) or they show up in the magazines as well. Mm -hmm. Um, Talk shows, like we know that as we talked about in one of our first episodes that Flossie did a really cute trick of Mm -hmm. like playing dead on David Letterman Mm -hmm. in 1998, which, oh, I still love it so much. I'm so glad that we found that Drew Barrymore Daisy had it on her Instagram. Yep. Man, oh, thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> so we mentioned that Drew used to bring Flossie on a lot of talk shows. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we thought it'd be fun if we just played a little clip. This is Drew bringing Flossie onto the Rosie O'Donnell show in late 1998 when she was promoting Home Prize. Your poor dog is scared. She's this like, is Drew and her dog. She hears the audience and she's like, oh my God. It's okay, Flossie. You want to come up here? No matter how enthusiastic. Look at me. I'm like an awful stage mother. Anymore because it scares the dog. <laughs> Flossie. Like, when did you get Flossie, Flossie? I got her when she was um, six weeks old. I rescued her from a flea market, her and her brother. And she's like, you know what? You rescued me and now you're torturing me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And and I just thought I'd bring her out. I took her to New York with me on this trip and she's just been a total cutie patootie. Really? And I just love her and she's such a good girl and I just thought I'd bring her out and have her say hi Well, don't clap, but isn't she adorable? Don't clap. (laughs) Just nod, everyone nod. Thank you, they're all nodding. Yeah, oh, good girl, Flossie. Tell everybody about your new movie. Aww. Good girl, Flossie. Yeah. So we're so lucky that that episode is now on Rosie's YouTube. And so we can share it and everybody can watch Little Flossie. Mm, So cute. Although you did say we no longer have access to the David Letterman. Yeah, that Instagram Drew Barrymore Daisy. The whole page got shut down. Oh, God. I mean, they did have a lot of copyrighted content on there. Maybe that's why. I don't know. But they had that on there. And now it's gone. 
And then, of course, MTV Diary, which neither of us has been able to watch in so long. But do you remember? So Drew and Jillian Dempsey. Yes. Yeah. So they have the makeup, the deluxe makeup. Drew's like putting eyebrows on. I think it's flossy, right? Probably. I'm just I'm thinking of like personality wise, like the doctors yeah. look like it's just fine with it. In my recollection, at least I haven't seen it in so and long. Then she like turns around with the eyebrows on her face and Drew's like, mm-hmm. she's like, hey, I don't know what you're doing. Oh, yes. <laughs> so cute. But yeah, she even like, do you remember? She like calls all the dogs. She's like, come on, we're going into the war room for like yes. a meeting. Oh, yes. So cute. You can see photos of the dogs in magazines like Teen People, Premiere, Flaunt, InStyle, Vanity Fair. I mean, Drew just really, these dogs were just part of her life in a major Absolutely. way. Absolutely. And then there was a whole cover feature in a magazine called Animal Fair yeah. in 2001. I didn't remember that Drew did the article in Flossie's voice. Yes. Yeah, so the whole but- article, it's kind of I mean, I was like, well, this is actually not very helpful for this episode as far as research goes. Yes. Because <laughs> all it is is like, hi, I'm Flossie the Wonder Dog. And this is, I'm kind of in charge of everything, but I'll tell you about Drew. And it's just mm-hmm. like, this is basically Drew's biography. <laughs> That's really funny. The pictures are really cute. Like, yeah. it's her posing with all the dogs. The cover, is it her with all three of the dogs? The cover? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's so Flossie, Viv- Vivian, and Templeton. Um, it's really sweet. It's a really unique and weird magazine. Like I don't yeah. know Animal Fair in general, so it might be relatively rare. I don't know, but it's I, yeah, it's, it's a good question. It's super I, cute. I definitely remember this like kind of era, and we would have been heavy on the grapevine at that time. So I'm sure somebody found out about it, but I don't know. Maybe we got it at like Borders Books or something like yeah. that. <laughs> So one of the reasons that Drew might have a special place in her heart for Flossie is because of this story I'm about to kind of go into and we'll talk about briefly. Um, So when Drew and Tom Green were together, and I believe they were engaged but not married, is that correct? Yeah, so I I believe this was in February 2001. Like, I remember it being right around her birthday. Okay, so Drew and Tom Green were living together and Drew's house caught fire. And the story is that Flossie basically saved their lives. Like the the fire was in another part of the house and Flossie came and woke them up and alerted them to the fire and they were able to get out before getting hurt at all. Drew did lose a lot of her belongings, but oh. she didn't lose her life. <laughs> Thank God. Um, <laughs> that was deep. <laughs> that was deep. But, you know, it's like she there were all these really sweet articles about Flossie and there's one I'm thinking of in particular where it's a photograph of Flossie in front of the burnt house yeah I think that might have been in people I will definitely go pull it and uh, include it because it is like a really cute picture it's really sweet heart-wrenching but thank you Flossie for you know know. alerting your loved ones and uh, I hadn't really thought until right this moment just about like where were the other dogs at that time but I know Flossie, Flossie took the initiative Flossie the I mean, she, I Drew had already been calling her Flossie the Wonder Dog, so it's kind of like yeah. self-fulfilling prophecy or something. Totally. Um, oh. I was actually just mentioning this briefly the other day. For some reason, my mom remembered that Drew had a house fire. I think she remembered oh, wow. the clip. And there's that clip of Drew and Tom in their convertible, like yeah. driving away driving from away. the media. And Tom Green's like, yeah, we're fine, except for our house caught on fire. <laughs> um except the house anyway. burned down <laughs> the house burned down yeah so very you know Your it's heart-wrenching but thank goodness for yeah. now we get to the sort of sad parts mm-hmm. in 2009 drew was on the ellen degeneres show and she spoke openly about what had been the recent passings of both templeton and vivian mm-hmm. so um Templeton, I guess he, you know, they were old and he was just kind of sick. So he passed away and Drew actually goes into pretty great detail in her book about these moments, but I Mm -hmm. found them too sad. So I skipped the details. Um, So if you want to know more about what happened with the passings of each dog, you can go read uh, Wildflower. But then uh, Vivian passed away only a few months after Templeton. Drew said she was like a widow who'd lost her beloved husband. Oh, I know. So yeah, I like how she describes them as always kind of being like together and up Yeah, the like, like Flossie really was kind of like the queen on her own. And then yep. those two like were best buddies. 
so it's very sweet and um drew put their ashes together on a giant rock out in the water in malibu beach and it was a spot where they played and been happy and she had friends there with her at sunset and as they said goodbye a giant wave came over the rock and drew felt like it was them saying goodbye i know that's so sweet so sweet drew talked about flossy loving being the star of the show and flying solo um with the calm and the quiet because her like brother and sister basically she's like now brother. it's my time to shine yes <laughs> and drew is was often seen wearing flossie's name tag on a necklace in 2009 it was heart-shaped right yeah unfortunately flossie passed away in summer of 2010 but peacefully in her sleep thank goodness mm-hmm. So Drew shared that she took Flossie's ashes to India and she spread them at Gandhi's house at a Buddhist monastery in the Himalayas. And third, I put the rest in the Ganges River off a quiet path in the countryside. I thanked her over and over for her companionship. There is a hole in my heart ever since she has been gone. However, I try to make her proud with all the love that I try to give every day to my girls. Flossie was my first girl, and the love I felt for her is one of the best gifts I have ever known. And then she took the last bit of ashes back to that same rock in Malibu so that all three dogs would be back together. I love that. We were incredibly lucky enough to get to go (laughs) to Flower Films in 2011 Mm -hmm. to drop off Drew's birthday gift, which we were invited to go, but we didn't know if Drew would be there or not. Is that what you Mm -hmm. recall? And then she was there and it was a lovely surprise for us. So we were able to give her this directly, which is really special. Um, So we had, you must have done this. You must have gotten a really nice reprint of that photo from mm-hmm. the calendar from 1996 of Drew with the puppies yep. and beautifully framed it. And the dog said, you know, only recently passed away. So it was really special. Drew cried. <laughs> yep. One thing I wanted to say when we've been talking about Flossie, was there at some point that she called her like her little cloud or? Yeah, there was definitely a fluffy cloud reference here and there. Yeah. And Flossie was the, was Flossie the lighter colored dog? That is a good question. I have never been great about being able to tell them apart. Okay. I feel like maybe the little cloud thing makes me think that that she was lighter. But yeah, Drew's fluffy cloud, sweet doggy Flossie and her brother Templeton and their adopted sister Vivian. (laughs) (laughs) I think there's just something like if you were a fan of Drew at that time when she had those dogs, you know, you know how special, like we had yeah. an attachment to them where we were really mm-hmm. sad when they passed away because we were so used to seeing them alongside yep. of her. Yep. Um, oh, it's just so sweet. I think we might've posted something on our site when we found out Flossie passed, right? Because I vaguely I remember maybe putting like Flossie with a little halo. Oh Yeah. I do remember that graphic. Yeah, so I guess okay. we did. Aww. So we definitely felt it when True lost them. All right, so let's but move on. But on to happier things and moving on. And Drew adopted Douglas Fairbanks Barrymore. So this was in late 2010, um, has described Douglas as neurotic and lovable. <laughs> she took him to Alaska during the big miracle filming, which I'd forgotten. But she still has Douglas, and um, Douglas is often seen on the set of her show. Oh, yeah. Like almost yeah. like a crazy amount. And he's yep. so, kind of like the way that Flossie and Templeton and Vivian were. Like he just kind of hangs out. He's quiet. Like he's not on a leash or anything. She yep. just must have a really good way with, with her dog. I'm sure she can pay for good trainers and then, yeah, you true. know, she also just has great energy. So yeah. animals can feel your energy. <laughs> so I can just imagine being her dog is probably quite a good life. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> I think that's pretty ideal. <laughs> so do you remember this? In January 2012, so this would have been when she was with Will, mm-hmm. she like posted 
somewhere. I don't think she even had Instagram at that time. I feel like it was Instagram because I know what you're going to say. Yeah, but so they adopted a little tiny puppy that they named Oliver, which is funny because I remember noticing when Olive was born, the name connection. Oh, we yeah. Don't, we don't know what happened to him. Yeah. It's kind of like Hyla. It's just a mystery. Yeah. And then in late 2013, she rescued Lucy, um, who Olive calls the white shark. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's really cute. cute. And Lucy, I feel like, is like a golden, right? Like a classic Yeah, she's kind got of, that kind of more like shaggy fur. That she has kind of, I don't know. I know it's not the same type of dog, but it has kind of like a flossy vibe. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Drew said that she has more of a normal dog to human relationship with these two, as opposed <laughs> to the profound bond <laughs> that she had with her first three. And, you know, now her whole world is her daughters. Whereas Makes like, sense. The, yeah, the first three, like you said, were like surrogate children to her. Yeah. Um, and Lucy is also often seen on the set of the Drew Barrymore show, just hanging yep. out, being cute. <laughs> really sweet i feel like the um drew Braymore show instagram like posts pictures sometimes yeah you're right of they, the dogs or like stories too. or something yep. yeah it's really cute of them just like chilling like yep. behind the camera or like on the ground it's on the like, ground yeah so cute and drew also has now has two cats peach and lucky which she's been pictured with a couple of times i think yeah peach was pictured in the current pets issue yeah both of them Oh, awesome. Um, and then they have a female bearded dragon named Jeremy, who she's mentioned. I'm sure she's mentioned all of them on her show, but I know for sure she's mentioned Jeremy before. I feel like she posted some, like, trick or costume with Jeremy. Oh, no. I can't remember. That's really she cute. probably did something wacky with him. <laughs> I met one recently. Oh, <laughs> Somewhere so in Maine, there was somebody who was, like, at like a street fair and they just had their bearded dragon on their shoulder and uh yeah quite quite a charming creature <laughs> and uh drew has also had chickens she has uh, many chickens including sparkles fernadad percy and blanche <laughs> and she also had chickens at her house in um, 98 99 um and there are some photographs of her with her chickens in in style from 99 yeah really sweet and she um, definitely has pictures of these new chickens in Rebel Home Homemaker. There's quite a few. Yes, and I feel like were there pictures of some of them in the more recent in style, which is taken with her at home, and it has the chickens. It was okay, like during cool. COVID lockdown. The last thing we wanted to make sure to add in is that there have been pets that were added to the repertoire or the <laughs> the menagerie, as Drew calls it. Yes. <laughs> Now there are two other cats, Big Kitty and Little Kitty. I think they're just like a like a gray and a black cat. Do we know what they look like? I don't think that's been confirmed to us. Okay, for some reason I thought they were in like an like an article or something. I can't remember. You know what? So okay, that takes us kind of to this next part that Drew did a partnership with Tidy Cats in April 2023. Yes. And she is posing with some cats and maybe I thought maybe I assumed yeah. those might be them. I think it seems like they may be. So we'll share some photos. Of course, we love cats. So we'll share cat photos whenever we can. <laughs> yes, yes, of course. <laughs> but yeah, so Drew is a animal person. She's been an animal lover, as are we. And so we've always loved her love for animals. We've always had this kind of love for her pets, as we said. Drewie's from kind of a certain time. We all have a special place in our heart for Flossie. And because they were kind of like attached at the hip, um, it was always really kind of like, oh, Flossie, like exciting to feel like yeah. we were, I don't know, there's something kind of special about it. Interestingly, like it feels like a very private thing to know something about somebody's pets. I mean, I know certain celebrities, like their pets are kind of like part of their persona. And I think that was for Drew at a time. Yeah. And still, I shouldn't say not anymore. Cause obviously yeah, it's just this... on a, but it's on a different level, as she said. And there's something about, I don't know, there's something that feels like you get an insight into the person and their, yeah. I don't know. There's something about knowing about our pets that makes us feel, I shouldn't speak for you, but makes us feel like <laughs> closer to her. I don't know. There's I something about that, it that. Yeah. It's just it's a different in insight into her life. Yeah, it's like endearing. Yeah. Oh, and it was a great so. episode topic. Thank you again, Anita, for suggesting it. Yeah, thank you. Such a great idea. 
All right. So thanks guys for listening to this updated, recycled, sort of old, sort of new episode. Hopefully you enjoyed it. I, I think we'll be really happy to see the numbers on our Flossie and other pets getting uh, the love they deserve. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's definitely like that, that poor little child that we're like, oh, why doesn't anyone love you? Why are you sitting alone in the corner? <laughs> and that's the hard thing I think for us is like we did topics that we cared about right away. Yeah. You know, not thinking like, oh shoot, like... <laughs> not only do we feel like we could like add to it like we did but we also are like hey (laughs) we we like I mean the tattoos we like are constantly talking about that one but I think that one has gotten some love this was a fun way to like ease back into things as you're returning to uh American soil (laughs) (laughs) yes and also it's like to go from like motherhood to like this was another form of motherhood. And I think we kind of, yeah. we might've said something to that effect that like oh, her pets yeah. were. We do talk about that. That is a great connection. If you guys don't know, two episodes ago, number 54, we did a whole episode on Drew's relationship with motherhood and her journey with that. So this is kind of a fun, it kind of goes hand in hand. I like that. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, she doesn't just care for people. She also cares for animals. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if you enjoyed, don't forget, you know the drill subscribe comment review uh like whatever all those things (laughs) all of them all the nice things you could do for somebody online go do that for us please (laughs) if you leave a review on apple podcasts we will read it on the show eventually so you get a little shout out there if you want to like uh promote something in our (laughs) reviews go for it (laughs) (laughs) within reason (laughs) yes of course um, you can follow us on Instagram and go look at our branding versus the new Drew Barrymore show branding at How Do You Drew Pod. <laughs> and then we also have our other account, which is at Drewzium, where we, all the other Drew stuff goes. Yes. And visit our website at howdoyoudrew.com, hosted on Drewzium.com. Um, I'm really excited to say, like, couple people have told me they're listening lately and then one said I haven't checked out the Drusium yet you got to you got to you You know (laughs) I mean if you're just listening to us and you just like randomly came across us and don't know us like check out the stuff we've done you know over time that's so weird to think about I know it's so cool love it and send listener mail to how do you drew pot at gmail.com and be sure to come back next week and the following we have something pretty cool that's in the works that we're excited about and we can't wait to share with you guys in the next few weeks yeah very exciting this is a this is a good month yeah we like october (laughs) (laughs) yes we do okay everyone thank you for tuning in for our pets redux episode and (laughs) we'll see you next tuesday thank you bye-bye This episode of the How Do You Drew podcast was researched and produced by Ashley and Anne from thedrewzium.com with help from our sponsor, Positive Medium. Special thanks to Matt Costa for our lovely theme song, Roxy Prima for our adorable logo, and last but not least, Drew Barrymore and all the Drewbies who love her. We do this for you. Thank Thank you. you.